This is exactly right. Are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. I'm in my hometown of Missoula, Montana. With my father, we are taking uh, a mattress and the old griller, the gas grill. Stop working, so we have to go to the dump. To the dump, to the dump. Let's go to the dump. This is my father, Jim Fairbanks. Hi. Hi, Hi Dad. Hi, Chris. We're going to the dump. Where is the dump? I don't even remember. The dump is actually straight ahead, and you're going to have to go through the uh, north side. Uh-oh. Well, so, like Orange Street. North side is kind of our breaking bad part of town, right? right. Or has right. it gotten nicer? Uh, it's, you know, there aren't really any really bad parts of town. You know what? I'm going to... It is the most modest, mo- modest. section of housing. The Breaking Bad, the Breaking Bad, the TV show, had a lot of modest characters, and we're about to go through the modest part of town. I, if you are from Missoula and you live on the north side, like my friend Carl, I'm not talking about you, and I want you to take no offense. But let's say you're visiting Missoula and you, you want to buy something that you would smoke out of a discarded light bulb. You would go to the north side and you get access to light bulbs because you're near the dump. People throw light bulbs away there. What is... Can you... I don't... What is the technology behind the dump? Well, I was just thinking about the north side. And mm-hmm. and, and, and every time I think about the north side, because I went to high school there. Oh, yeah. I think about the cutest girl from the north side named Phyllis Willis. Phyllis, of course. Phyllis Willis was from <laughs> the north side. And she was gorgeous, but she was from the north side. Oh. And I regretted not even talking to her much for years. Well, it, as you stated, we are cre- we've created garbage by uh, a worn-out <laughs> mattress and a grill that won't work, and that goddamn thing weighed over 100 pounds. Uh, we took it from a, a deck that's 27 steps up off the street. It and had it, wheels. I was it did, Yeah, it had wheels, but boy, once it started moving... We rolled it down the yard, past a couple deer that reside in your front right. yard. Well, they weren't there today. I but thought maybe it was going to take me out. I... I my The strength in me, it's... it's. I know that I'm smaller than I 
used to be. But I, I, I felt, I felt pretty sure we had control over that thing. I'm very strong. I'm like David Banner when it oh, comes. Oh, the the Hulk. Yes, yes. I travel from town to town and move broken down grills for people. So I do know something about uh, landfills, as you say, or dumps. And every time, I, every time I hear a dump, I think of my hometown in West Concord, Minnesota, a little tiny town of a few hundred people. Uh-huh. And and a dump in those days and throughout this great country <laughs> was most likely some guy who was struggling a bit, who said, "Come and put your shit in my yard." <laughs> And we all did. And his name was Babcock, and, and I don't believe he had a first name. But he, was, he was a nice guy. He'd come in and uh, you'd drive in and you'd give him your stuff and, and uh, a couple of bucks, and you could put all your garbage in his yard. And he'd showcase it at his place of residence. Yeah, and he'd go through it and try to salvage, you know. Tinker. Those are the know. kind of guys that do a lot of tinkering. But his name was Babcock. Uh-huh. Uh, later on, we moved to Montana. The governor's name was Babcock. And I asked my dad. He said, oh, yeah, it's a cousin. Really? That's some... Of, that, of the junk guy? So, so we've come so, a long ways from the point at which you could put anything anywhere because stuff decomposes and gets into your drinking water, and we don't want that. Right. The Babcocks have also come a long ways. Yeah. From junk man to governor. So, <laughs> so what is this? What does it do then? If when we're we're going to drop this on the side of a mountain, do they then cover it? How does it cover it every day? Decompose or how it, do they? It's a classly three landfill. A class one landfill would take concrete and asphalt. And it sits there forever, fours. and you just two by fours, right? It's not going to decompose. It's not going to create any gas or uh, nasty liquid. And uh, so a class three is a hole in the ground, typically dug in a hilly area, that is sealed with a, uh, a layer of, uh, it's like a, a leachate system, they call it. And so it's a big plastic liner, mm-hmm. thick, expensive. And, and that which is decomposing, it's covered every day, put in garbage, cover it with dirt. And as it decomposes, uh, the the liquid that is created is captured and put into uh, settling ponds and built with, right? And and wells are drilled in the and by deal ground. with you mean it's launched to the moon, right? <laughs> right. Of course, out of our sight, yeah. out of our minds. But and how do you? What do you do? And then there's gas. There's methane gas. See, it sounds We're, like you're talking about a septic tank. How is it? Isn't methane, that the same? The methane, seepage. They flare it out here, which means they burn it. Oh, of course. But I've, you, you could actually that. sell it to somebody. You could, it's, it's something you could run your furnace off of. Oh, wow. Created from garbage. Right. Oh, that's... that's, uh, that's so it's kind of high tech. And you used to be able to go into the dump area, which was really a thrill. Especially, you know, you want to take a date or a wife. Sure. Honestly, kids. when yeah. I was younger, I really liked going to the dump. Because you were a little boy. It's a great place to get tetanus. What's that popping noise? Yeah. There will be the occasional popping, I guess. We're good. So how do you, why do you know, I did not know you knew this much about the different classes of uh, dumps. I'm a uh, 
you just remember stuff. One of my one of my lives was as a real estate appraiser, and I was a local tax guy. Oh, property right. Tax guy. Of course. I was a county assessor. And it came to my attention that uh, this landfill was grossly underappraised, in my view. So I appraised it, and therein started a battle that lasted through the uh, with the with the landfill industry. The ba- the battle of the trash bolts. They brought in heavy hitter attorneys and specialists. These Texas guys, right? Yeah. Was that the Texas guys? They spent a half a million dollars to prove I was an idiot. And then I told him later I would freely admit that same for a hundred thousand. <laughs> was but, it what if was it during a court case when someone said, "Do you have any opening statements?" And then you said, "What about an all-gay military?" <laughs> was that you? That was yeah. That was a. That was a distracting yeah, that's, tactic. How about an all-gay military, I, I thought. And they laugh, and some people got silent. Yeah. Because uh, you're a funny person, and then you used it. You're, what did you do? Bef- disarming, right? Before this tax stuff, you were a radio guy. Radio guy, radio announcer, personality. Sell thing. jokes. You sell jokes to Polly Shore's dad. Yeah. That's that's that. Sammy. That was something I didn't know until a few years ago. You just you kept that information yeah, I mean, from me. Either I've forgotten all of the important stuff, or I keep it well hid. Well, that's it's the latter, I think. I uh, yeah, and then and then at one point you were looking for a new job, didn't you? Look in Canada at radio a radio job. Yeah, yeah, that was during the seventies. Uh, during the Vietnam years, the tail end of that. And uh, I was doing talk radio in Monterey. And uh, yeah, I was looking for a better job, always. So we were, uh, you were just a little person. Always uh, wearing maybe. lederhosen, yeah. as I recall. I wear a lot of leather. And we were, made it a camping job hunting trip. There's nothing like waking up in a campground getting ready for an important job interview. Yes, yeah, sh- shaving by a campfire. Yeah, exactly. Won't they be impressed when they see this leaf in my hair? Right. Where's my pirate shirt with the polka dots and the big collar? You had some great clothes, oh, man. Absolutely. I, you don't know until you see a photo that yeah. you had the uh, matching uh, bell-bottom pants shirt, light blue to navy gradient. Uh, that, that I love that one. That was I a got that in Carmel, where I was born. Yeah. Those were the days, the 80s. So, uh, one of the job interviews, uh-huh. I wanted to work for Gene Autry. Gene Autry was, at the time, KFI in L.A. and, and, and uh, KS, KSFO in San Francisco uh, and, and the Seattle station, uh, KVI. Those are Not that it matters, but, well, the- and at Portland station. So, I, I was looking and meeting with program directors up there to try to convince them that I was the answer to And what did you what did you tell them? You said I do a little bit of talk, I have an eclectic music taste. I'm not afraid to use dead air as a tool. Actually, <laughs> as I, hi- I was hiring other jocks and as I became a candidate for some position, it's all in your air check. Oh, it doesn't really matter where you've been, who you know. 
if your air check is good, uh, they may give you a chance. And the air and check. Your book it, was good. Your ratings. That's sound. what's the air check? Air check is just uh, a recording of me being on the air. Right. Oh, okay. Music just a sample. Sure. Right. Yeah. A typical day. Am I going the right way? You are going the right okay, way. Okay, good. Instinctively. I was born here. I don't know the name of any street here. Uh, I just this is the. Uh, I just know where it is. The building's getting shabbier by the block. Yeah, I mean this. I think is, we're getting close to the dump. Yeah, there's a lot of manufactured homes here that are manufactured to look like look pieces these of shit. Tiny things. Yeah. Well, there's if, probably a nice. Go out in the front yard to change your mind. These a lot of these homes are uh, installed with wall-to-wall counseling. <laughs> that's uh, that's a fireman joke. I, uh, I think I go, go straight. straight. Okay. I go straight. So then. So anyway, one of the one of the job interviews was in uh, was in uh, Vancouver, Canada. Vancouver. Okay, yeah. And and uh, I pulled up this radio station. It looked like a Safeway store. God, it was big. And this was a big time Canadian station. And this is a job I wanted, and it was talk. I, I really didn't want to do talk, but, uh, you know, I was this crazy liberal, and and uh, that was my thing. Go and talk about crazy liberal stuff. Uh-huh. And then you're going to have to turn it right. Okay. And what they wanted was uh, they wanted people, they wanted American jocks to come in and talk badly about the United States. And I knew that going in. Yeah, and I thought, well, I'm, I'm angry, and they just elected uh, this guy named Nixon, so I could do that. And I had the interview, they listened to the tapes, and they said, boy, this, you sound like you may be the guy we've been looking for. Uh, if, 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 uh, if you find a car you like, could... Uh, <laughs> we send you out in one today. You know? Oh, wow. But you, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I, I can't. As mad as I am about not not electing George McGovern, I I can't bad mouth. Your country. You, uh, there's a... United States of America. Goddamn right. I can't right. do it. I, I can't do it. Peel it from my hand when it has stopped no. moving. And I'm talking about my gun. And I... You and, were in the military. There's got to be some... Europe, especially now, I think you're a very patriotic person. It doesn't just because someone's liberal certainly doesn't mean right. And yeah, and and nor just because I was a, 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 like an army officer doesn't mean that 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 I think that every patriot can only be a serviceman. Should I go up this road or we'll turn, turn left? Okay, we are coming into say it. Okay. There's, of scale up there. Oh my god, it looks like we're entering a military base. I hope, I hope you haven't eaten too much. Like we're going to get oh. here. Do we have to get out? You have to wait until that guy leaves. Okay. And then they're going to weigh us. Wow, this is high tech. Isn't it? I'm enjoying going to the dump. Now, I, I don't know. You see those containers up there? I think we're going to dumping it in that. Oh, and then the, the process. We, yeah, yeah. We, we no longer can get up into where that Oh, it's a, it's a mountain now. Oh, yeah. I remember when it wasn't that tall. Right. There, there were eight cells. Probably the last time you were here, you was, you was here. Yeah. <laughs> there may have been two cells. In other words, two holes in the ground. Right, right. Now they covered them up. This is like a depreciating asset. 
that as you fill them up, then then you got to move on to another piece of dirt. Because that dirt is poisoned. Right, uh, but only for the next 50,000 years or something. No, yeah, it's fine. We won't have to worry about it. Yeah. Just kids, kids, kids. Right. Kids of kids. But it's sealed, and yeah. uh, they put wells in it, and these people all have to have a bond ensuring that there's money to pay for any leakage. And these wells are test wells. Every landfill is like this. Really? Why did it just quit? Because it's a old truck. It's and still it's so nice looking. 100 degrees out. Oh, okay. I thought it was me. I was about to no, take it be, personally. Could be because it's you. So I got to talk to this junk man? Right. Hey, your we, name must be Babcock. We have a uh, mattress and a grill. How's it going today? Good. Hi. How are you? Good. What do we got? We A mattress and an old grill. Okay. So if you put the grill right over here where it says... Um, where the washers and dryers and um, stuff are? Appliances and metal. Uh, and then I don't have to charge you for it. Oh. And then just the mattress, I'll just do a yard. So just the minimum, sixteen fifty. Okay. Thanks. Uh-huh. $16.50. Yeah. Sixteen fifty is the minimum. She's not going to charge us for the other thing, but if she did charge us, the total would have been sixteen fifty for both. Okay, so she just wants to win us over. That's the Babcock way. She's obviously a Babcock daughter. No. They know how to make you feel good. Please, uh, I, about the dog. Yeah, only sixteen fifty to get rid of this worthless mattress. <laughs> it's too bad we don't aren't filled with apples and, and stuff. Oh, our guts. No, the back end. Oh, I got, I got, I thought you just meant in a, in a, in a human way. Thank you. Uh Here you go, Daddy. Let me sign that. Put your old Hancock, put your Babcock down on that dotted line there. There we are. Your signature's looking good. That's nice of you to say that. But you're a loved one. My dad has a bad wrist. Oh, it's two more. Oh, there are two, two more. more. Yes. Oh, each one they of these. They want your okay. Babcock, your Hancock, and your Madison. Well, before when I saw you sign, it was really shaky. Uh, sometimes it's really bad. Sometimes uh, I just take off and start writing on the side of the car here. And you got a surgery, right? Yeah. It was, I was, Carpal tunnel surgery? Yeah, I had a pain right, in the wrist. And, um, and I'm going to just have you go to box number five. Okay. Okay. Thank Thanks. you. Hey, we never go up into the fill area anymore, huh? right? We never go up into the fill area, right? Not anymore? very often. Sometimes I can send you there. Mm-hmm. Like normally, I, or, um, if you would have had a load plus mattress, I probably would have sent you up there. Yeah. Well, or if we had, you know, family from out of town, would we be able to go up there? Mm-hmm. No, not usually. <laughs> Just to look at. Usually, this isn't a tourist attraction. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Thank you. I've, I have obscure interests. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I think she winked when she said that, didn't she? I don't know. We'll just go up there. What are you going to call the dump cops? Here, you got to go in there. Oh, shit. That's where the grill goes. Okay. Well, let's unload this. We're connected to Mike, so I... Well, somebody has pushed that mofo off. Oh, wow. Why don't you back in? There's a treadmill. Oh, of course. See, my driving decisions are, are hindered by... The multitasking of talking and steering. Well, at least the 405 is absent. Yes, I'm not 
my life isn't in danger along with yours. Well, you look at this. See, see how this? That's a uh, that's a settling pond right there. Oh, okay. And stuff will come out of there into that, and then they put it up in jars and uh, sell it. Okay, let's <laughs> unload this shit. <laughs> All right, and sell it to, it's like uh, jelly preserves. All right. All right. <clears throat> that was heavy shit. All right. Here's your mic back, Dad. That stuff's heavy. Does yeah. it hurt your wrist to do that? Everything hurts my wrist. But you're a painter, so have, has it been affecting your painting, or are you just... I can't do fine stuff. Well, when I was young, you did more gestural brush strokes anyway. Is it making you paint like you did in the 60s and 70s? Yeah. Are we on? Uh, you know how... You've seen how I hold a brush, like it's... Uh, and a fist. Mm -hmm. So you have a large canvas and you just push paint around, so to speak, like this. Yeah. If only people could see this gesture. Yes, yes. It's a very visual process, yeah. unfortunately. So I, that doesn't involve a whole lot of manipulative finger work. And right, right. It, 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 you know, I do... When people retire, and I've been retired from, from my appraisal work or property tax work for dozen years and and now I, I get I work for a local bank and I do appraisals on yeah commercial businesses when I was young I had all these paintings of yours but and you were working you went from that turning down that Canadian radio job basically maybe you tried to design a couple board games but then you you moved back to Missoula and got and worked for the government mm -hmm. doing the appraisal stuff yeah but you, I always wondered, because you had me drawing at a young age and had me looking at my hand and drawing it, and I, of course, wanted to draw. So, uh, But I always wondered uh, why you weren't painting as much, and you said, eh, when I retire, and sure enough, when you retired, you painted... I was prolific. Hundreds, yeah. And I closed down three galleries in town. You with your work? Yeah. You no, it's just it's Montana. You know, we Montana f uh, fights every year for the lowest average wage with Mississippi. Yeah. True. It's true. So there isn't a whole lot of discretionary income. People I mean, are, of course, folks with stuff. But no one's buying art necessarily. Not so much. So. Uh, which is I remember, you know, if you if you're on Social Security, uh, you can make up to twelve thousand dollars, and then anything in excess of twelve thousand dollars, they subtract it from your Social Security payments. So I'm thinking, well, I'm I'm just retired now, and I'm painting. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to pull back, and not uh, never been a problem. <laughs> Never hit the old twelve thousand, the twelve hundred threshold. I've had a few times. Right, right. That's. But then your wrist took a shit. Yeah, as I say, I, I do a little uh, consulting. That's what you. That's what work after retirement is called. Yes, yes. I do a little consulting oh, for a bank. It's and, too early to drive to the. And graveyard. the biggest problem is uh, writing shit down. Right. You know. Well. Your handwriting. And I sit on some boards and. 
you know, you want to write stuff down. You don't want to look like a moron. I've just seen you with a cup of coffee and seen it jiggle onto your lap. Oh, yeah, I can... uh, I can spray uh, everybody <laughs> on the table. <laughs> There's something about a specific weight that the tremors are, uh, you oh, know, yeah. like a teacup or something. Sure, if something's heavy, you're fine. If it's a, yeah, if it's a bowling ball, I, I'm okay, as long as it's a small ball, child's bowling ball. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I to, we were at the mall one day. I, I asked... Uh, Mel, if she wanted some soup, and so I had two cups of soup walking to the table. Hot soup. And I, there was soup flying on the ceiling. <laughs> just, just this tremor, this just shaking back and forth. That's funny. Look at that man over there. There's soup going everywhere. <laughs> He's a lunatic. So when I need to know more about the uh, when you were writing jokes for comics. How did that work? I, had a, I was uh, going to art school in Oakland mm-hmm. and I was working at Montgomery Ward selling auto parts and uh, I befriended a guy who worked in the paint department who who after years of his wife insisting they have a normal life left Las Vegas he was a, in a band uh-huh. in Vegas but he knew some folks and uh, and I think he I think he he was Trini Lopez's music manager and we all know Trini, Trini Lopez if I had a hammer and uh, it doesn't two ring other a bell. Songs. You don't remember Trini? <laughs> no. Yeah, he, he was as big as Don Ho, I think. Oh, of course, the, the of Hawaii, yeah, of yeah, the Hawaii it's, Don Ho. Yeah, it's, well, Don Ho is a consequence of people in a marvelous vacation spot, sipping lovely drinks and eating bad food, they, and and listening. Some guy comes up and sings, and you think it's good. Yeah, it's, his whole career is based on drunk people in Hawaii. Absolutely. And their uh, impulse purchases. Right, and Trini was a little like that. He was That's a funny. Latino guy, and uh, it was pretty good. And, yeah. And for whatever reason, people were ready for that, and and uh, he had a pretty decent career for five, yeah. ten years. That's funny. Um, so my friend uh, Marcelino said... Uh, I put you in touch with a guy I know, a comic. I said, well, yeah, I know Sammy Shore. He said, oh, yeah, he's going to love this stuff. So I fed him stuff for a while. But he, and then he stopped paying you, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then that's when I got into radio. It's funny that you have more of a, more of a uh, relationship with the Shores than I do because they, that family owns the comedy store. And I live in that same city, but I don't go there because it's the parking is bad. It's on Sunset Boulevard. So he's Boulevard. still alive then? I think barely as well as uh, Mitzi, his wife. She runs the store. Yeah, okay. Um, his family is kind of in the Portland area, I think. Yeah. I don't know what where he is. but Never met the guy. It was an intermediary. I sent the stuff out. Yeah, how'd you send it? In an envelope? Uh, gave it to my friend who... Oh, okay. Okay. And this was six months worth of... Yeah, right? I know. Yeah. And then I decided, okay, I just can't just, sell another starter. 
It was I one can't. of the things you were doing. Tell me all the different jobs you've had, upholsterer. Different careers. Um, you tried to design uh, greeting cards for a while, right? Well, yeah, if you're, if you're an artist, it takes a great deal of courage uh, and, and stick-to-itiveness to, to hang in there, you know. I, I was selling auto parts at the time, mm-hmm. making maybe 200 a week. Right. Okay. And that was pretty good back in the 60s. Sure. So uh, I got a job as a, uh, as a commercial artist doing uh, paste-up work and designing... Uh, Tell me about that. Wasn't there a time Mercury, the, the Cougar story? The... <laughs> oh, that was a radio thing in Monterey. Oh, okay. They introduced the car, the Mercury Cougar. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and uh, they brought down this young, pretty blonde girl. I, this uh, this is what a, what happens to a seventy year old when I can't think of this girl's name. Who needs to know her name? Well, she everyone knows pretty... her name. Describe her body, Dad. Yes. <laughs> Come on. It doesn't. Married to the six thousand or six million dollar man. Oh, oh, okay. Farrah Fawcett. Farrah Fawcett. So okay. Farrah Fawcett was the the decoration <laughs> for selling the very first she, Cougar. She yeah. was the walking, talking decoration of that's Mercury. Right. <laughs> that and that in the Monterey Peninsula because that's real pretty. Well, that wow. cop dressed like a Look hot dog vendor. Cop. God, just soft in the middle. Making his own gravy. <laughs> That's they, a Letterman line. I've always loved it. Putting cops on bicycles. Hundred degrees. The number one uh, gravy producer. <laughs> um, so Farrah Fawcett, who? Yeah, I couldn't keep her hands off me. Yeah, yeah you had a, a problem. I've always had. Yeah, beating off uh, fair, <laughs> famous, famous wives of Lee Mar- Majors. Women, you know. No, she was. She was not. This was before Charlie's Angels. She yeah, was just coming up. So, so they came to the radio station because they were using a local Mercury dealer, and uh-huh. and uh, they said, "I want six sixty second commercials," and I wrote the commercials and voiced them, and did, you know, did the commercial work like I always did. Yeah, and. Uh, you had these, you had these records with sound effects on them, so there'd be music, and occasionally you'd need a uh, boing, 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 yeah, or precisely, a or a so there's a hundred albums with all of that crap sure. on there, and it, and they had this big painting of a cougar on the front window, mm-hmm. and. Uh, so I thought, well, I'm going to have a common tagline for all these commercials, and I'll say, at the sign of the cat, mm-hmm. because there was this big cat. And then I, the big growl, at the sign of the cat. And that goes, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got my $750 for writing yeah. six commercials and voicing them. And uh, the national, you know, J. Walter Thompson said, I like that sign of the cat shit. And the wow. God. They used that for Mercury as long as they made a cougar. And that you, was their trademark. Yeah. That's, that's fine. What about the logo? Was that I thought in my head you had also drawn the logo, but that it was just the No, it was just just the, the radio thing. That you yeah. first told me about that when we were on a family vacation and I just done some T shirts for the Albertsons here. Oh, okay. It was like a beach uh, themed just a drawing of 
with the Albertsons logo in it. And then we were in Utah behind an Albertsons semi-truck. Oh, that's right, and you saw it? I saw the art on the semi. Wow, that's right. That was crazy. I was like, oh, man, and I got less. I got six fifty an hour and whipped that out in a oh, couple I can hours. Oh, that one. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I'm working a weekend for somebody. I'm working a Sunday for somebody uh, on the radio station, and there was an earthquake. Not particularly strong. And uh, so I got on the phone to Berkeley. Mm-hmm. This was, uh, was it, we were in Monterey. Uh-huh. And said, anybody in the seismological department I can talk to? And a seismographer responded with, with 20, 30 seconds of, yeah, it was a 4.2, whatever. Right. And the epicenter and all that information. And uh, ran it on the local news. So I'm sitting there with a lot going on. Mm-hmm. So the network, the mutual broadcasting system, which was our network, right. news network, no. called from New York and said, there was an earthquake in California. It's kind of a slow weekend. Do you have anything on that? And I said, yeah, I do. I, I've got this 20 seconds or so, plus, uh, you know, I could do a little intro here. And and uh, as an aside, this Hollister, Montana, which is the epicenter of the San Andreas Fault, really, mm-hmm. uh, was the location of motorcycle gang taking over this town back in 49, 50. Uh-huh. And a subsequent movie five years later starring Marlon, Marlon Brando, The yeah, Wild yeah. One. Yeah, okay. So I could slip something like that in. Oh, okay. So ultimately... Oh, that I, was part of the package? Yeah, so, so okay. I ended up doing a 60-second news story, which is really long. Yeah? 60 seconds is a long time. You For don't radio. Think about it. But, or even television, it's mm-hmm. 15 seconds. Yeah, So. Okay. So I did that, and and I hear this. I think it was a Saturday, not a Sunday. No, so all the entire weekend, it's on the national news. Jim Fairbanks. Go to Jim Fairbanks. Yeah, well, in Monterey, California. Jim. And you just so, saw and they, and they cut that signs. thing up. Well, <laughs> a friend of mine was a was a news stringer, and uh-huh. he'd been just covered the Angela Davis trial, and he bought a new car. Oh wow! Thought, wow, I'm going to make some money here. They're running this. Later on, my cousin, who was in Germany, said, Hey, I heard you on the radio about the earthquake. Like six months later. Yeah. So this went worldwide. I'm thinking, ka-ching, ka-ching. Yeah. So about two weeks later, the mail comes. There's a letter from the mutual broadcasting company to me. Oh, shit. And uh, it's got a window in it. Oh, boy. So I tear that puppy open. Oh, boy. And I run down to the dollar figure. Eight dollars. Jesus. Eight dollars. Granted, it was some time ago. I got on the phone immediately and, oh, what's up with eight dollars? And, well, you're an affiliate. We already own you. Yeah, we already <laughs> own you. Oh, shit. That was it. That is, that's $8 also, just to bring it to modern day, that, that's exactly how much they will staple together to a W-2 that you fill out uh, when you work at the uh, improvisation in Hollywood. They give you 8 bucks. You, you know, there's a bunch of comics on the bill. It's just funny to get, I, I don't like getting such a small amount 
you know, I can always use any amount of money, but when the person paying you gets to walk away with the satisfaction of having felt they've paid you, that's oh, when yeah. I'd rather just do it for free. It's like, you know what? Keep your eight bucks. I want to leave this transaction with you knowing you fully ripped me off. <laughs> and the only way people know that is a zero dollar amount. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? I just, I don't... It was worse when it was a check, though, because, yeah, you'd get checks for eight bucks. Or maybe it was 12. I don't know. It's just so funny to... I don't know how you do this. Well, it's starting to, you know... Yeah. The, I think you and your pals and... Uh, it takes a lot of courage. Uh, a lot of guts. Showing a lot of guts. Uh, coming off, an, off of abdominal surgery, showing a lot of guts there. Uh, well... The field. I thank you, but I think it also is just, I don't know, I, I've put too much time in, and I'm too stubborn to, because there's been opportunities to kind of parlay this into writing jobs or what, but I, I like doing stand-up, so I just, yeah, of course. it's an it's up and down part. thing. I also must, on some level that I'm not recognizing, enjoy the up and down of it. There's dry spells, and that makes you appreciate the wet spells. And I know that came out sounding medical or graphic. We all have wet spells, and they feel great. But a dry spell <laughs> almost tucks you out of the business. <laughs> but uh, you know when you wake up, and there's there's a wet spot. There's a wet. Spot. That's when you know <laughs> that money's going to come rolling in. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. But. Wow. I, uh, hey, now, now this is an attraction. This is called Splash Montana. Yeah, why didn't they have this when I was a kid? Absolutely. The, ki the grandkids, your nieces and nephews, love coming here. You know, they, they there's tubes you slide down in, and uh, the lazy river thing is and the, the best. River part. thing. Oh yeah. It's the water slides, place. I'm not that into, but the lazy river, you just lounge there. Oh yeah. Water. Occasionally, you go under some fake waterfall. Yep. Get to watch kids. Buckets, buckets fill and then dump on you. Kids having fun. I like watching kids have fun, but it's weird when you have uh, a mustache like mine. You can't do it for too long. <laughs> Is the mustache something that's... Yeah. It's not the same as when you had one. It's putting out a message. Well, everyone had one. Yeah. Isn't that, didn't you used to think that that uh, I was uh, Latino? I thought you were Mexican, yeah. You were very tan. And you always had a big dark mustache and big head of dark, almost hair. black hair. And mm -hmm. I, yeah, oh, my dad's Mexican. I don't know why I thought, I don't know what I, we live in Montana, everyone's white. I don't yeah. know why I, I guess I saw a picture that looked like my dad. I didn't know Mexican, I'd never been to Mexico, of course, I was a toddler. So I guess. Chichmar? I was, yeah, I, I had, I, there were some cartoons that you probably drew in your shrink comic and then and then Cheech Marin that was my only reference and I think Cheech Marin's probably a Jewish guy <laughs> Tommy Chong certainly isn't Latino I remember one of your first follow it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline.
over sideways laughing jokes. And I, it really wasn't a joke. It, uh, you, you were like uh, three or four years old. Gosh, I wish I could get these things straight. It doesn't, it's all right. I was a little guy. You were a tiny person. Tiny and you shoes. you did not like peas. I did still not don't, like peas. I don't like peas still. And I grew up. I don't know what's wrong. In a family situation where you ate everything. And right. liked it. You couldn't say, oh, I don't think so. Well, oh, I no. remember you guys making me sit in I made you sit there some... until I... He's still sitting there. Yeah. Look at He's still sitting there. Oh, come Mom, Mom wasn't the best cook. I'm sorry. No, um, she wasn't. She, I, she was pretty awful. But, I, I'd eventually hide it in my sock or something like... Or you put like, it in your little pants. You know, your little pants have those little tiny pockets. You and should feel terrible. That's night. like I'm in prison. And there were peas in, in your little pockets. And a, and a sharpened toothbrush. Just in case shit got real nasty. <laughs> so, so, uh, so what you said was not having the greatest vocabulary. Vocabulary. <laughs> vocabulary, Larry. Vocabulary. <laughs> you said, I, but Daddy, I don't like green balls. <laughs> um, and I I love the fact that you said green balls. And every, every time a little kid said something cute, I never correct them. Because eventually they're going to find. It. I just love hearing. It. Well, I think that I think that it was later. I called back to it during. There's they, like a, I'm halfway through this. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> so I, later that year, you had artistic talent at a very early age. As soon as you could grab a pencil, I said, "We are going to make Christmas cards with colored pencils." Mm -hmm. And so everybody always appreciated getting Christmas cards from you and I. And, and so I take old Christmas cards, you know, steel, plagiarize. Yes, of course. You know, and, rip and, off. Yeah, we just Sammy Shore the design, and Carlos Mencia it onto a piece of paper. So here's one with uh, with with a dove, and uh, looked really pretty, and it said peace. Uh, pray for peace. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, you asked, not being able to read, what does that say? And and I said it says pray for peace. And you looked incredulously and turned your little head and said, "Why would anybody pray for green balls?" <laughs> Which at the time, Which was, I, was I didn't see. Slapper. I didn't see the anatomy joke at the time, because it would be you would be a lunatic if you actually prayed for peace, for your balls for to peace. become green. Or peas. Peas. Either one. Why would anybody pray for green balls? Of course I pray for peace. I don't say anyone's name. I just ask for peas. it. Peas. Pray for peas. <laughs> more peas. I did not a spell yet. Uh, we used to do a lot of... We. You had me painting windows when I was young. Murals on windows. You fired my ass. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I had to wait till 5 o'clock for you to get off work. It's already dark. I could be a couple windows in. Exactly. I get off out of school, so I was high. I was pretty cheap. You have to admit. Yeah, and it was a fun thing for us to do together. I liked. And I liked the fact that you had to sell it. I didn't go out to sell it. I would purposefully dress like Oliver Twist with the, some paint on my shirt and go act like I was cold. Would you like to have your Would windows you like painted? To have your windows painted? <laughs> Would you like? My fingers are just warm enough to hold a brush for another hour. Might you like a snow scene? 
mm-hmm. but I'd show them, then show them a book that you made of designs, and those, where did you get those designs? Those are just kind of also from, I went to art school. Yeah. Came up with them. Yeah, they're just classic Santa Claus. Santa and the snow and the trees and uh, well, they, the season's greeting. They were, I was an in and out kind of person. You were a you were a person that had to create something. Well, that's I just wanted the dough. You and I'm all no. Well, it's just a style thing a little bit. I I hunch over and I get detailed. Yeah, you and I some always lovely have lovely things I've seen. But you did in L.A. But I always wanted to be. Especially with painting, you know, uh, gestural and 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 you know, exploring how quickly you can do the figure and, <laughs> and have motion and everything. Do you remember University Motors? Oh God! It was so cold that the paint wouldn't dry. These, all these car dealers, freeze. Amazingly, they they felt had the balls to ask to be put in a nativity scene. Right. So I'm putting... And you said yes. I'm that putting, was a mistake. Yeah, I know. But I wanted to make them happy. It was, it was Hubbard's dad. I always wanted that kid to like me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'll paint all you all you big assholes in a nativity <laughs> scene. Which one of you is going to be Jesus? And it was so cold. We painted... Oh, it was awful. freezing while we were painting, so... And we, the paint, yeah, the paint just didn't lay down and dry. Hair just, dryer. Yeah. A light behind it, so we couldn't even see what we were doing. And then, and then we finally finished it in the dark. And oh, yeah. I think we had to come back because the the figures looked horrible. They looked like... Well, it, it thawed out over in the morning and then dried as it was thawing. So the baby, his eyeball had melted down a foot past his head... Everyone looked like a melted candle burn yeah, victim. That's right. And so it's a... Looked like a burn unit. We did the, the first burn unit nativity scene. The first and last, because it was horrifying. It, and then, of course, we I they didn't even call us. I I just... We had to go back oh, and God, scrape it to. off. It would, I couldn't have my name on that window. Hey, did you ever do uh, Inside Out? Um, yes, I did that in Texas. Never you, looks as good, but... I that took a lot of attention. You have to basically start with the twinkle of the eye. That's exactly right. And then end like with Santa, you start with the white, shiny twinkle on his cheek, and then the red, and then the pink, and, and then, then the face color, and then the uh, uh, mustache, and then and the last thing you would do is his hat. Right. Yeah, it's it was well. The first thing is his hat, right? I. Th- Okay, yes, of course. In other words, the yes, white. Yes, Your white hat. Yeah, yeah. First. See, it's hard to... I can't even... Yeah, it was hard. ...verbalize it. Yeah, it was, I did that at the haunted place, and uh, my only ghost experience while I'm painting windows in Austin. And they tell you it's haunted, but I don't listen when people say that stuff, because I don't know... You and I both don't know what happens when we die, but I... I There was something in there. And I could hear oh, people. Right. I could hear people partying, and then the guy showed up, and I he said, "Okay, you can come and go now." I, I unlocked the front door, and I said, "Oh no, there's other employees decorating up here. I can hear them laughing." He said, "Yeah, there's no one here. That there's just a lot of ghosts up there." I was hearing laughter. I was hearing. I'm like, it's a little early to be drinking. I could hear people cheersing. It was ten in the morning. And then I'm like, well, 
I don't believe in that shit. I'm not scared. And I went to wash the brushes down this hallway. And I felt like, even though I couldn't see it, I felt like someone was wrapping me up in a cape. Hey, you know what you were? Ugh. You were spooked. I was spooked. But I know I heard stuff. And then when I started to get mad about it and saying, get out of here. I got to finish this wall. I was painting a wall. Uh, A stack of pint glasses tipped over. So I packed up my stuff and I said, I'll just come back later when there's... Because they were going to have a banquet in the where I was painting. So I just went back later when there's people. I actually left. I was too confronted by that. I don't... And it was not... It was an angry feeling. But that's the only time I've ever experienced anything that wasn't just paranoia or... Cause oh, I, I, I'm open to it. Yeah. I'm just really suspicious. Yes. You know, I mean, all of this was created by people who didn't know where the sun went at night, you know? <laughs> the people that thought the world yeah. was flat. So, you know, you're making some shit up here, you know? <laughs> uh, I remember just being tiny going to Sunday school and uh, asking my mom, uh, they presented the talking snake today. Oh, yeah. What do you think? Oh, I don't know. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's talking snake? Are you scared no. enough to believe this? <laughs> we are... We gotta go golfing. Wow, look at that. That course is in not very good shape. No. What it's is been that? hot. It was never hot like this when you were a kid, wasn't it? Um, yeah, sure. But not for... Well, I know that we never had air conditioning. Right. We couldn't live without it. Now. It does get... That's the problem with having... When Al Gore and thank God he brought attention to global warming, I think the it was a big mistake to call it global warming because... It it's already was hot. Climate it, change, yeah. Climate change. It doesn't. It still gets freezing cold in the winter. There's just no snow. Falling. But there's no snow here anymore. Yeah. Uh, it's. You can only. Nor does it. You've heard about uh, pine beetles and how they're destroying forests. Or they they uh, burrow in uh, under the bark and uh, you know it's it's really killing a lot of forests. As all the bees die. Yeah, and and uh, part of the reason is that it, in in January in places like this it used to be ten below for a week or two. Yeah. Well, that killed pine beetles, you know, and it never gets that cold anymore. We went below zero last was, know, early cold I was spell here last, I, right yeah, before like, Christmas. It was right, freezing, December. and then it dumped, and, and that it, was the first time they were. We were below zero for a year and a half. And then it snowed like it was 1991. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. I had, I and that was it. There was yeah. no more snow. Yeah, it's weird. We saved some in a jar. No one, you can't really see the climate change thing unless you're somewhere that has four distinct seasons. Yeah, Oh, look at that. That's kinda, nice. Kind of nice. Modern. I've wondered about that a lot. It's on a weird, obscure... Well, yeah, they built uh, it four uh, uh, feet from the next house, too. Uh, I just miss having seasons. I feel like yeah, since, I remember that. Since I lived in Los Angeles, I everything just flies by because the winter. Some you know, there's no ha- benchmarking time passing, yeah. but it's just. Uh, but man, it's 75 degrees all the time. I'm not complaining. Yeah, I remember 
time moving slowly when I was in radio, I, th- I think you get fired every other year uh, looking <laughs> for work and moving to another part of the country. Yeah. It kind of slows yeah. the, the whole process. So you know? don't, you know. The only people that live. Don't get complacent here. Yeah. Bad shit's coming down. The only So we're saying the only way you can live a long, full life is through winter and unemployment. <laughs> That's the only way life doesn't fly past. Huh. I guess, yeah, time flies when you're having fun. I just realized that was a saying. I guess I'm having fun. Yeah. Oh, that's great to suddenly realize. Yeah. This has been I think fun. you. I think you, as I, have an extremely high excitement threshold. Yeah, and that's okay, right? You know, uh, so uh, you look around and say, wow. Folks are enjoying this. I guess. I guess I'm having fun. Yeah, like when we'd be in a restaurant, people are laughing. And when no. I was a kid, and you used to say, "Boy, did they all just get out of prison?" <laughs> exactly. They're just enjoying. They, they seem to be overly enjoying what yeah. just happened. Why can't I be that happy as that guy with that bowl of pudding? Yeah, it's just pudding. That guy, that guy with his, you know, camouflage hat and no sleeves, seems happier than me just easier I mean I've you know I wear camouflage hats and sleeveless shirts so who am I to judge there's the uh, Dairy Queen man oh yeah the king of the Dairy Queen the king of the pulling out yeah he's a nice guy he is a nice guy you know I heard he's got a giant safe in his garage in the floor he moved here from the town I was born in really in Conquer West Minnesota Minnesota. wow that's where the hospital was I didn't live in Owatonna. The hospital was in well, Same Owatonna. with, didn't we live in Pacific Grove, but the hospital was in Carmel? Carmel. Just yeah. four blocks away. Small town. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, 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 no. Yeah. I lost my train of thought. That's okay. We're home. Yeah, we are home. We went to the damn dump, got rid of stuff. I feel like a man. Uh, hot. Let's go inside and eat meat and have a beer. I'm down with the beer thing. Okay. Well, uh, you've heard me and my father, James Fairbanks. Um, This has been another episode of Do You Need a Ride? D-Y-N-A-R. And I did need a ride. (laughs) Does the horn not work? (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you time and date terminal and gate we want to send you off in style we want to welcome you back home tell us all about it were you scared or was it fine mouth horn Uh, with Karen and Chris.